Blog Talk Radio.
that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Always say gracious, best revenge is your paper. Yes, yes, God. We are here with episode 83 of the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine a light on issues impacting the urban community. And let me tell you tonight, we got some light to shine on some shady situations and some shady topics. If you're hearing me live, let me know how the new microphone sounds. And if you're hearing me live and you want to call in and join the conversation, feel free to do so at 646-915-8200. Once again, this is Seneca Harris coming to you with another installment of the Urban Wire. We're going to talk about, we, we really got that hot piping tea for y'all tonight. Uh, we got a lot to talk about in this episode. We're just going to continue on what we were discussing on Monday night. I didn't even realize, let me tell you how slow I am. I didn't even realize it was Mon- Monday night, and Monday night was the Grammys. And I was like, it's what, where's my mind at? But, honey, I heard it was some straight up tea and some drama going on on them Grammys with Kendrick Lamar. And if we got time, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of this and a little bit of that tonight. And uh, one of the things we're going to be talking about is we're going to continue the subject on that new controversial single that you just heard from Beyonce called Formation. And it has been causing a lot of controversy controversy ever since she released the song and also ever since she performed the song at Super Bowl 50. So we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about what what is the meaning behind her performance. And we're going to talk about uh, also in conjunction with that, do black lives really matter? Better yet, we're going to talk about do all lives matter for you, for those of you that are politically correct. So we're going to leave it at that. Um, Pretty much uh, also, let me see what else we got to talk about tonight. We got a little bit of something to talk about. We're going to be talking about Bernie Sanders versus Hillary Clinton. We're going to talk about, you know, some of their differences between the, those two candidates and some of their uh, platforms. Also, we're going to talk about, hmm, let's see what else we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the people versus O.J. Simpson. We're going to talk about that show. And also, we're going to talk about Sierra and Futures Drama. For those of you who, who haven't heard, she has filed a $15 million defamation lawsuit. So, yeah, we're going to get into that and just whatever else. And also, let me tell you something. We're going to start a new segment tonight. We're going to see how it goes. Might carry over to next week, but I'm just going to do this tonight. We're going to have something called Hashtag No Time for Thursday. What I need y'all to do is call me at 646-915-8200 and tell me if you've seen something ratchet this week, if you've seen somebody tear weeds that was like somebody's tracks hanging out, they're holding on by a thread of hair, I need you to, to call me and tell me no time for I don't have no time for it. Tell me anything that you've seen that was ratchet because I got a couple things that I've seen. And those of you that follow me on Facebook, Y'all know what I'm about to talk about. There's a couple things this week that just got under my skin, and I, I don't have no time for it. So we're going to get to that. I love that new song by Fantasia. We're going to play that in our upcoming mix. Um, we're just waiting on our callers, our guests to call in. 
Um, we have a couple people that, that, that are going to call in tonight, T. Johnson. And I believe J.R. was online. So um, we're going to go to the phone lines really quick, I believe. Let's, let's see who this is. Caller 664. Um, is this C? Yes, it is. All right. Can, can you hear me pretty well? Uh-huh. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. You know, I just got this new microphone, so I'm trying to see, you know, how it works. I mean, so far, everybody said it sounds pretty well. Um, but we got mm-hmm. a lot to talk about tonight. Um, we're going to go to a song or two. Um, we're going to talk about that controversial. You've been hearing about that, that Beyonce controversy with that new song she got out called Formation. And that um, that performance she mm-hmm. did at the Super Bowl and how so many people were upset about it. Yes. Because she... <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get into that because I think some people are just so, you know, some people are just hating on her. And I, I really mm-hmm. think when you're, and I'm not trying to embrace it to it, but when you're young, black, and successful as she is, you know, you can't please everybody. You know, even when you're trying mm-hmm. to take a, take a stand for your people, there's going to be people that's going to always have something to say. So we're going to talk about that tonight. And I was just telling them, too, we're going to have a, uh, we're going to have this, oh, God, I can't do it. We're going to have a segment tonight called No Time For It Thursday. I ain't got no time for it. And we're doing this in honor of Fantasia's new song, No Time For It. So, I'm because you know, I've seen a couple of ratchet things. I already told them people to call in if they seen something ratchet this weekend, because we, this is like mm-hmm. No Time For It Thursday. So, mm-hmm. I, I, the number is 646-915-8200. We're going to go to a couple songs, if that's all right with you, quick songs. But I, I want to play this song by Fantasia, No Time For It, because that's going to lead into our, um, on, you know, we're going, you know, you can call all night, but that's going to lead into our segment, because there's some stuff, you know, we're going we're gonna to start it off kind of lighthearted, and then we're going to get into the serious stuff, because mm-hmm. there's some things that I've been seeing this week that's just been bothering me. You know what I'm saying? So once mm-hmm. again, that number is 646-915-8200. Um, join our Twitter page. Um, you will get updates when we're going live and as well as our interviews when we do our live interviews. We got some stuff coming up in the works, so I want you guys to be tuned in. In the upcoming weeks, we got a couple of DJs going to be dropping some mixes for us um, every now and then. So we want you guys to be listening and just support us. You know, we're going to try to support other people in the city, you know, different talent. And stuff like that. We're going to be having some community people come on the show, um, organizations and stuff like that, that news that you can use. So be on the lookout for um, that in the upcoming weeks. And um, let me think what else. Yeah. Also, join our Facebook page. You can look us up under the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers or UCOFW. There you can get um, excerpts from our radio show as well as upcoming interviews, just different news pertaining to UCOFW in our network. We're going to have some more shows that are coming on this network pretty soon. And our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash UCOFW. Um, get on there, subscribe, and um, let us know what you think. So we're going to go to these uh, couple of songs really quick. You know, and, and theme with the theme of tonight, do all lives really matter? We're going to answer that question as well. We're going to kick stop start this uh, music Jasmine song. What's going on? And then up to Fantasia, no time because 
we ain't got time for no foolishness, no drama, none of that. So we're going to talk about that, and we will be back very shortly. Take y'all back real quick to the days of Marvin Gaye. What's going on, y'all? Can somebody tell me? Huh? What's going on? Mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, brother, brother. Far too many of you dying You know we've got to find a way To bring some love in here today oh. Father, Father We don't need to escalate No, no War is not the answer for 
aquí. You don't have time for the problems, you know. So 
just really living your life stress-free, problem-free. Um, I really do like this song because that's really what it was saying to me. Yeah. And that's why I feel like today we got so much going on in the world. You know, we just look at the world around us and everything is just so political. Everybody's on this side of the fence. Everybody on, is on that side of the fence. Everybody's trying to stride, straddle the fence. And we already know mm-hmm. you can't straddle the fence. You got to get on one side or the other. You know what I'm saying? There's so much mm-hmm. negativity in the world, you know? And we just need exactly. to get to a point where we got to get our own affairs right. We got to get our own mind right. We get our own business right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That kind of leads me to um, the segment I want to do tonight is it's no time for it. I, just, I don't have no time for the foolishness. I, just, I really just don't. Mm-hmm. And like, let me tell you something. See, I I know I don't know if you read my status I had um mm-hmm. on Facebook, but mm-hmm. one thing I don't have time for is um. Hold on, give me a second. I I got to get this. I got to uh, pull this up really quick. Mhm. Yeah, I I mentioned on Facebook. You know, I just one thing about me is like, can people just have some respect and dignity about themselves when they go places? That's that's all I'm asking. You mm-hmm. know, I went. <laughs> I was at this Chinese restaurant yesterday. You know, I just got off got off work, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm just gonna go and get me a little something to eat. I was tired kind of irritable from work, you know what I'm saying? I said, I was going to give me a little something to eat, go home, relax. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sitting food, and this guy comes in, and I, I got to pull this list, because I, I wrote it down on, on the status, because it was so much stuff, I had to do a a, a, a post and write it in there. This man order, mm-hmm. hold on, I'm going to get this up, because I want you to hear this. I'm ready. Now, you, you ready? I now, I want to read this. Right, and tell me, do you think that this he had enough, and and, it, and something like this happened again to me at the Dollar General today? But I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Now, this man ordered. Okay, here we go. He ordered eight shrimp egg rolls, a large <laughs> shrimp fried rice. Okay, that's a large shrimp fried rice. Okay, eight shrimp. Shrimp egg rolls, a large shrimp fried rice, a large vegetable fried rice, a large shrimp lo mein, four mm. crab ragoons, and he had the nerve to be tri- tripping over paying over thirty dollars. <laughs> now, first of all, I'm trying to figure out who you trying who you trying to feed, because look up mm-hmm. you like you even try to feed your baby mama and her eight kids, or you feeding the army or something. But he had the mm-hmm. nerve to say, he said, it, it, it was 30, $37 to be exact. He said, you sure that's $37? You serious? That's $37? And the woman, and, the, and, the, and it was so funny, the Chinese woman, she said, you, you see what you ordered? You see what you ordered? <laughs> she said, eight shrimp egg rolls, shrimp lo mein. Four rat goons. She was going down the list. I said, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Why do people feel like oh they always goodness. have this? 
and she was ringing it up as he was going along. So he seen the price on there. So it would seem to me you would have stopped ordering it once you seen that it was getting to a certain level that was beyond your your price range. Like, am I wrong with mm-hmm. you? just, I mean, that's crazy. And I, I don't know. That that's just stuff like that's embarrassing. And then I went to the Dollar General. Like this woman was ordering all this because she had all this stuff. She had these reading glasses. She had like I don't know. If she had bought a charger or something. But she bought all this stuff at the Dollar General. And I guess because she 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 was at Dollar General, she thought literally everything in the store was a dollar. Like she really thought that she was gonna get some nice, some decent little reading glasses for a dollar. And she thought she was gonna get that that car charger for a dollar and all that other stuff. This again, the stuff rang up some dollars, and she got mad about it. <laughs> and I'm like, what is up with people going to the store and like you not mentally adding stuff up before you bring go to the cash register? I mean, I mean, you don't know what you do. You're just throwing stuff in the cart. You don't have a budget. I would it seems to me that you would have a budget if you're shopping at Dollar General. But mm-hmm. I'm just like that stuff's like embarrassing. And then you holding up the line trying to see what you bought and this, that, and the other. I mean, you it was like four or five people behind her. And like I said, I ain't got no time for it. Like I I'm just getting off work, I'm trying to get my stuff in Girl, you should have mm-hmm. like either pay pay the price, pay the price get out of line. That's just how I feel about it. I mean, what do you feel about that? Like, I, I was going to make sure I'm not crazy. Like, is that just ridiculous? I ain't got it no time for it. Right. And it is crazy because, you know, and I'll start with the man over there at the Chinese restaurant. Sure. First off, you anytime you go into a Chinese restaurant, their prices are posted, period. They either have the paper menus right there with the prices or it's up on the board or if you don't see something out then you easily ask them a question but you can't just assume that because you order a whole smorgasbord that it's going to be under $30 or maybe under 15 like I don't know what it is that he was thinking but if he thought that he was eating small then he needs to think again because of what he ordered he he was eating for uh and 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 I agree with what you said he was eating for a huge army because that right there is just now to eat your own whatever you want to get is what you want to get but you better be prepared to bring the money in for the amount of food that you're going to order period and then for the person over there at the dollar general now, my issue with that is that irritates me, too. You know, when you get up to the line, you are right now, those prices are sitting right there, right underneath the items that you need to get. Pull out your phone, calculate this stuff, look at the prices correctly. If it looks like something that isn't right, then you can ask an associate a question about it, but then you want to get up to the line, and then you want to act the fool because you were stupid and didn't read the signs or you didn't do your own calculations. See, people need to just stop it. But I think sometimes what they do, too, is because they knew that they were ignorant in the first place, and and, I, and I'm using that out of context, because if you want to act stupid like that, then you're really ignorant like that. But I'm saying, like, 
if you go out now, you come up to a line, and now you're acting stupid because you didn't double check and you weren't accurate as far as um, your calculations or what you were actually reading on the shelf. So don't get up here and then act stupid. No, just just own up to Girl. it, fess up to it. Oh, just just just. Girl, it. I'm telling you, no no time for it Thursdays. I'm telling you, and uh, we just got a couple new callers online. Jr., you missed the song. It's the new, newest release by Fantasia. No time for this. No time for Thursdays. I need to know this week what have you seen that was ratchet and crazy? Because we talked about no time for Thursdays. I, I need to know what did you see? Cause I got one more, but I want to hear hear from you. What what did you see? Or oh, what in general drives you crazy and you ain't got time for? It? Oh now we all know ain't nobody got time for that now. <laughs> I tell you, man, there are certain things that just drive me up the wall. I mean, literally up the wall. And I got a little saying that I I, I live by, and that's I have no pity for stupidity. Now, the one thing that I will disagree on on the last statement that was made. Jr., I got to add, did you say no titty for stupidity or no pity? No, 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 no pity, pity, pity. I got no pity for stupidity. (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought that was sad, too. I I just wanted to make sure now. You know. Hey, yeah, I get it, man. I get it. But, you know, (laughs) the the one thing, I mean, nothing in the world drives me more up the wall than customer service reps. Because... Mm -hmm. And I, 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 you know, I swear this on my kids that this actually happened. I can't make this stuff up. About 10, 11, oh, my God, no, it's been longer than that. About 15 years ago, when Dell was still an American company, I got a Dell computer. And uh, I had a customer service rep call me up. And, you know, they go through the whole spill, and he's like, uh, uh, sir, you know, for verification purposes, could you uh, tell us your first name, last name, address, and so on, right? So I do. He goes, can you spell your last name? And I spell it for him. Now, my last name, it's fairly common that it gets misspelled because there's all kinds of different variations, Mm -hmm. right? This guy, after I spelled my last name, obviously he has it misspelled, right? This guy actually had the nerve to say, are you sure that's how you spell your last name? <laughs> are you sure? Uh, are you, yeah. I, I swear this on my kids. I, I, I felt an aneurysm happening in my head at that present moment in time. I, 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 I told this guy, I said, oh, my God, you mean to tell me, oh, I, you know, if it wouldn't have been for you, I wouldn't have known I've been misspelling my name for the last 25 years. True to God's story. I hate customer service. They don't tell you how to say your name. Wow. They're going to tell you how to spell your name. Are you sure how to spell it? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, they, 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 the guy actually asked me, he goes, are you sure? Well, I do apologize, I said what I said, he's like, I do apologize, sir, but we haven't misspelled in our system, I, 
Yeah, from there I said, how do y'all have it misspelled? And he spells it out for me as he sees it on his screen. Now, my last name is Vasquez, B-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. Again, fairly common to misspell because most people will spell it B-A-S-Q-U-E-Z, right? Mm -hmm. It is obvious by him looking at his screen, he didn't even have it misspelled in that tone. It is obvious that someone punched in the wrong key because he had like V-A-C as in cat, you know, and something or another. I mean, it, it wasn't even close. It was the worst butchering of my last name I've ever seen. Wow. But, yeah, it, 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 I mean, but here recently, not my personal favorite that being a truck driver is seeing people flying down the road, passing you up, and then you see them a couple of miles down the road getting pulled over by the cops. I make it a point to sit there, wave, point, and laugh as I'm passing them by. <laughs> yeah, just let them know, you know, that I'm thinking of them. So now I'm just going to say one quick thing here You know My brother I, 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 I saw your rant on Facebook About the, the, the Ordering of food and all that I heard part of it Um you know, everything's about perception. Maybe, just maybe, maybe this guy in his mind really thinks these are this is just a small twenty course meal. You know? <laughs> maybe it's just for him. You know? But see maybe. But what I'm saying but let me tell you, mm-hmm. JR, let me tell you about this man. This dude looks like one of them OG cats. You know what I'm saying? He looks like he probably in his late like his mid forties, you know what I'm saying? Still trying to dress right. like he the boys and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Coming in there with your sneakers you. on, your Jordans on, and stuff like that. Like you probably got got a slew for you slew of kids, you know, probably three, right. four baby mamas or whatever. But my thing is, if you if you if you if, if you go and dress the part, then you need to be able to pay the part when you go up there and order all that food. You you looking like well, a yeah. broke down boy. Yeah. Well, he, he he like you said, he was wearing the old school Jordans and all that. Maybe when he put them on, he was back in 1985. You know, maybe he thought his mind of minds that that it, you know that whole smorgasbord that he got should have only cost 15.95. You know, <laughs> I, I'm maybe the guy tried to pull the hey, you know who I am card. You know, we're going back to his retro days with the Jerry Curl. You know, well, I, I don't know. I know who you are. You, the neighborhood pimp. That's what you are. You, you, yeah. You the simple neighborhood pimp. That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm talking about. No time for a Thursday. This is the stuff I'm talking about. Now you knew good as knowing well when you came in there and ordered all that food. You knew you ain't gonna sit here and tell me you didn't know that you were gonna pay over thirty dollars. And then, right, you know, right. come on now, come on now. We ain't talking about no pork. We ain't talking about no chitlins. We talking about shrimp. That That's like one of the, the most expensive meats you can get in something. And this dude ordered all this food, and he thought he was going to be paying that. Come on now. He thought he was going to be. You you really thought you were going to order all that food 
even that woman, that man, that Chinese woman going off on him. I said, you see what you are? You see what you are? <laughs> Man, oh, man, if I would have seen that happening, I would have been acting a fool, man. <laughs> man. I can't I can't do it, man. I can't do it. But I'm going to tell you this, and we're going to move on in a second, man. And, and I'm going to let everybody know again, you can call in at 646-915-8200. We got a couple more calls that didn't join the line. We talking about the new, in, in honor of that new Fantasia song, No Time For We Have No Time Thursday. If you if you done seen something this week that was ratcheting and you trying to call somebody out, then you need to call in and let us know. This is no time for it Thursday. I got one more, and then we're going to move on to our, our uh, caller. Another thing that bothers me, and I'm about tired of this, and I've seen this in that restaurant, too. I was just done. Girl, this girl coming in, this is, this is my thing. I can't stand when these women, and I know it's trendy now to shave off the sides of your head and stuff like that, but my thing is, Everything ain't for everybody. Now, when you mm-hmm. shave your hair, you got to keep that stuff. You got to keep it. You got to keep your hair maintained. You know what I'm saying? You got to brush right. that stuff down, grease mm-hmm. that stuff up, put, mm-hmm. them, put, them, put that oil on them BDBs. You know what I'm saying? That's you right. got to get your stuff right, get it right, get it tight. Now, if your hair looks like right. some damn shaved monkey nut, <laughs> and you look like somebody done individually glued some black eyed peas on the side of your head, meticulously <laughs> glued some black eyed peas on the, and strategically glued them mugs on the side of your head, then I ain't got no time for it. Don't get mad when people start <laughs> looking at you crazy, and don't get mad when somebody getting ready to cuss you out. Because, girl, you knew you knew when you came out that house now. Like, you knew? Mm-hmm. Now, did you think about getting your head shaved off? From, did you really think that, that you're going to take some time on, getting your, on, on fixing your hair in the morning? Mm. Well, I guess you can have the hair now, so you can have the time. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with it, man. I mean, I know we got a couple women on this line. Like, see, do you feel that? I mean, am I wrong about that? Like, I mean, what? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you personally know what I'm talking about? That's just a pet peeve of mine. Yes, I do because my hair was like that for the longest. Like, I had it shaved off on the side or like I had it shaved up all the way around and I think you probably seen like a couple of my pictures on Facebook. But the thing is that you have to be very, very, very careful. When you get a cut like that, you do have to make sure that every night you treat your hair, you have to brush, you have to lay down. And not only that, every week or like every other week you do have to go and you do have to get it faded because if you don't those hairs are going to grow back, and you're going to be looking like you just don't lost your dang on mine somewhere. So, yeah, so you really do have to take care of a cut like that. But do you ever seen them, them people got them BDBs on their head looking like black eyed peas, like somebody done, grab, done, done glued yes. them bugs on there? That's yes, Yes, but then this part that that really irritates me, like they have it like that and it's still messed up on the side, but then the part, you know, where the hair is, like it's laid, you know, like they have it like ironed out or something or they have it curled or something. Mm. You're right, like the part that's that's, that's shaved off does look like a fatty talk on me. And I'm sitting there like, are you serious? (laughs) Like, really? (laughs) It's crazy. Oh, my God. Okay, we gonna go. We got a couple callers online. Uh, caller of two nine four. Um, are you just listening, or do you got something to say? This is no time for it, Thursday. You got anything to um add to this? 
Um, let's see. I think just um, doing what I do as far as for a profession and for a job, I think I have no time. I, it, it, it amazes me to see how many people quit their jobs around tax time. And they Ooh. think that their money is going to last them for the rest oh. of the year. <laughs> and then they call in and they want to know why is it they cannot get unemployment or why is it that this or that's been investigated. I have no time for it. No time for it. None whatsoever. I do not. Don't get me wrong. Now, there are legitimate reasons for people losing their jobs. And I understand that wholeheartedly. But when you call or when you want to question or why you want to be mad and you're getting asked questions on your reasoning for quitting your job and your excuse is, oh, well, I don't feel like going to work or I can't make it to work or I don't want to work full time, I just want to set my own hours, I don't have no time for that. Because at the end of the day, everybody got to work if you want Mm -hmm. anything done. It amazes me how many people would choose to just sit at home and not work at all, but then sit and think that they're entitled to something. It amazes me every single day. They get this tax money and they quit these jobs, and then they're looking up to you like, well, I'm not eligible to get X, Y, and Z. No, you can't. And then you're wrong and you're the bad person because they can't, they're not eligible for anything because they chose to quit their job. People, just listen, tax money do not last you the whole year. Your bills going to still keep coming. Now, I, I don't know, at least mine. Oh, my I don't God. Know. Bills keep coming, <laughs> and you mm-hmm. still going to have to work. Quit quitting these jobs. Jobs are That's too funny. hard to come by. Too hard you to come by. You, <clears throat> quit, stop quitting these jobs when this tax money comes. Put some of it up. Put some in the savings account. You never know what tomorrow may hold. And stop quitting these jobs. Mm-hmm. So you so you mean to tell me people will literally like seriously they they will get this money and they think that that that's that's for them to just stop working like you seriously this is well because if you think about it for some people it may be the most money that they I mean depending on what they may make an hour to them it's almost like hitting the lottery I mean they got extra money so they feel like well. Mm-hmm not thinking and realizing that your bills are still going to keep coming. And if mm-hmm. you're not spending the money and spending the money the right way, that money can be gone in a couple weeks. You may want to splurge here. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you shouldn't treat yourself, you shouldn't buy yourself nothing nice, you shouldn't do anything for your kids, but I just I just think that people need to realize what is um considered the right way and what's considered the wrong way. I mean, you can't just make decisions like that on uh, some money that you get that that's not guaranteed to last you for the whole year, not when your bills still got to keep coming. You can't just stop paying, mm-hmm. stop working and quit your job. That's not, that's foolish. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm going to tell you this now. I, I'm, I'm just sick of it. I, I said, I can't, Stand this time of year because you got all these people that you don't never see out at the club, and you can tell the ones that they ain't never got no money for the rest of you. The they want to go out and they want to right. and they want to ball at the club. They want now. You, I'm looking at you. And I can tell by your mannerisms and just how you carry yourself. I can tell that you ain't used to having no money. I know you spend that tax money. 
Then y'all mm-hmm. go out and get these cars with with them with them um, temporary license plates. Mm-hmm. And then all these people want to go out here and buy. Now you want to buy a house because you got some tax money, girl. You won't have to pay your rent all year long. All day long, you gotta pay all year long. You gotta pay that. You gotta pay your bill. Like, like, why would you live beyond your means because you got a couple thousand dollars? And what what ticks me off is like the people that are single. Like, you know, what I'm saying people single that are actually working and stuff. Stuff, you know, trying to sometimes working a couple jobs just to to make ends meet. You know, we don't even hardly get anything back in fact. That's what just really ticks me off, but y'all want to sit up here and take this money, and instead of spending it on your children or investing, you want to go out here and club it up, you want to buy these little rinky-dink cars from these buy-here-pay-here lot, you know what I'm saying? It just, I ain't got no time for it. I really don't. Um, call it 225, no time for it, Thursdays. Um, is this Dustin? Yeah, what's up? What's going on? Right. There's no time for Thursdays. I need to know what 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 don't you have no time for today? Like, tell me what have you seen that this week that has just like you said, uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't got time for. It. I would say right now the thing I got no time for is like managers above you and stuff at like your work and stuff that just don't show no respect to nobody. You know, they sit down there and talk down to everybody, and it's like. Right, dude, you're 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 younger than me. Yet you gonna talk down to me like I'm ten years old or something. I mean, I realize that you're in a managerial position, but do something. Just because you get paid more, don't mean you get to do less and get to talk what, down to me like I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, oh I gotta jump in on this. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. I gotta jump in on this now. All right, all right. See, I feel you there. I, I do. Now, yeah, I held a managerial position as an operations manager, all right? I won't mention the company because of legal reasons, but, yeah. Anyways, they had the audacity of throwing me into the job with no training, okay? No training whatsoever. Everything that I did there, I learned on my own. Yeah, I struggled for a little bit, but eventually I caught on, right? They pulled me into the office seven months into it, and they they end up telling me that I'm no longer working there. Instead of, uh, keep in mind, I drove an hour and a half from the house to the work. Anyways, they they sat there and said, we'll give you a chance to resign, though, if you want to resign. I said, oh, no, you're going to fire me. You're paying me unemployment, you know. <laughs> they, hey, they said, well, think about your resume. I said, screw my resume. I said, we're past the point of professionalism, right? <laughs> so they actually fought my unemployment, man. They fought it. They hired an attorney to fight my unemployment, and I won. So check this out, right? After I got told that I won by the state during the hearing, right? The, 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 the judge said, yeah, you you won, right? I called the CEO of that fucking company. Excuse my language, please. I do get a little bit... I get a little hungry when I talk about this. And uh, I called the CEO, man, had him on the phone. And I unleashed on how much of a sorry piece of shit him and the board of directors of that company was. 
and I I let them know everything they done wrong. You know, I went off. I called him every. He asked after like a five minute tirade. He sat there and he's like, "Are you done?" I said, "I'm just getting warmed up." After I got done, I said, "Oh, by the way, suck my dick." <laughs> it felt great. It felt so good to do that. I I checked it out of my list. It felt so good. And I recommend to anybody that's leaving a job, wait until the point to where you got nothing to lose. Once you get your unemployment and all this and that squared away and you got another job already gone, you call that son bitch up and you let him know. Because that is a weight of the world coming off your shoulders. But you know what, JR, and that's going that's leading into a, one of the stories I wanted to talk about tonight is that whole entire did you hear about that uh, story about Carrier and how they yeah, they didn't they're moving to Mexico. Know. Yeah. And and um they didn't even tell these people or give them any type of remedy. They just told these people they called the meeting amongst all of it and the video's viral. And they told these people Oh yeah. By the way, your jobs are being shipped overseas. Like, oh, we're gonna be working closely with the union, blah, 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 blah. But we just want you to know that you won't have a job here pretty soon. And um yeah, right. for those of you that are concerned, please be quiet while I finish this announcement. I mean the guy was just a straight up asshole. Like, I don't know if you guys seen that video and I wish I would have uh uploaded it tonight, man, but it's just Really ridiculous on how they did these people. And that goes to show you these jobs are these corporations are amoral. They have no moral fabric. In them. They don't care about if you are going to have uh, be able to pay your bills. They're not going. They don't care if you're going to be able to feed your family. It's all about that 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 dollar at the end of right. the day. And I have this. Uh, and I have this article. I'm just going to break it down to you guys real quick for 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 those of you out there that don't know about this. Um, this article is coming from ABC News, and it's entitled um, "1,400 Workers Devastated by Carrier's Plan to Move Indianapolis Facility to Mexico." Um, a union representing workers who at an Indianapolis facility that recently announced that it would be moving to Mexico, taking 1,400 U.S. jobs along with it, met with company representatives today to say that there was "quote unquote" no hope of stopping the move. Carrier makes heating, ventilating, and air air conditioning and refrigeration equipment announced February 10th that it had planned to relocate its Indianapolis manufacturing facility to Monterey, Mexico, over the course of an estimated three-year period. Quote, it's pretty damn bad when you've got people that figure that they'd be able to retire with some dignity, and due to no fault of their own, now they're finding out that they're not going to have a job. Unquote. Chuck Jones, the president of the U.S. Steel Workers Local 1999 told RTV6 today. Um, Jones said that the move would affect 1,400 workers. They're devastated, he said. I'm just going to try to support my family, you know. And the carrier employee, Amber Needy, who was present on February 10th when the announcement was made at the facility stated, I'm just trying to survive. Jones told RTV6 that the union's number one objective was keeping the jobs located here in Indianapolis. 
but Carrie did not think that was feasible. Their answer was basically that because of the wage discrepancies, that they didn't see it being possible that this was going to happen, he said. According to Jones, workers may make about $20 an hour on an average compared to $3 an hour uh, Carrie would pay Mexican workers. Ain't that a in a statement posted on the company's web- website, Carrier said that it's moving the site to the existing Carrier manufacturing the facilities in Mexico. The plan anticipates no immediate impact on jobs as relocation would occur in phase. Um, with work movement expected to begin in 2017 and estimated project completion in 2019, the Indianapolis manufacturing facility will continue to meet the customer's needs without disruption throughout transition, the statement said. Um, but, yeah, pretty much this, these people were not either born. And from what I – I was just talking to somebody um, at work today, that, and I don't know, I got to do some fact-checking on this, but they're pretty much going to be in trouble with the city of Indianapolis uh, because they mm-hmm. had a contract, some type of contract, yeah. Uh, with the city yeah. and stuff like that, and pretty much, you know, they didn't even try to uh, work with Indianapolis. They just, they just went, you know, underhanded and just, you know, made this announcement. And now you have all these people that are out of jobs potentially. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Jr., did you? Did somebody say that they they heard something about this? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Give me one quick second. Okay. I know here. I heard something mm-hmm. about. Oh, go ahead, Trevor. I know here. Oh, this is Dustin. Um, I know. I know here recently since I live in Indianapolis too. It's either been early this year, which were early. It's probably late last year. We're talking about November, December. I remember hearing Carrier commercials on the radio, proudly saying how much they were built right here in Indianapolis and how their factory was here in Indianapolis, and they think that they had commercials like that on the radio. Probably while this deal is being made, just, I mean, just we can, it just goes to show they have no more. You know, they're sitting there with commercials on the radio locally saying, proudly built in Indianapolis, we're here to serve you, blah, blah, blah. And then you hear freaking three months later, oh, well, we're moving to Mexico. It's like, so, I mean, was you just using that that commercial for a little bit of extra money before you moved or what? Because. I'm pretty sure people in Indianapolis ain't gonna buy a carrier no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, I'm not planning that, on it. That's exactly. That's exactly why uh, they do that. You know. Two nine forty. You they, said you heard they, something about it. Um, real quick, let me see what she had something to say. What was it, Colin? I thought you said that you heard something about it too. Yeah. Well, I was going. Yeah, I was just saying, working with the state and doing what I do with unemployment. What a lot of people don't understand is when big corporations like this, it's, it really is going to hurt the state of Indiana very much so because you got to realize as many people that are going to be losing their jobs, not only that, just trying to get these people back into working. Um, and as far as the tax dollars, now Carrier will pay, and what most companies do in larger corporations like that, what they'll end up doing, they'll do a mass layoff. They'll end up paying, but a lot of these people won't they won't be able to receive unemployment benefits like right away, depending on what a lot of companies do is they'll try to offer them some kind of package as far severance. as um leaving, like a severance package. Some of them may give you 
And the thing is that some of those people have been there for like years and years and years. Typically, we will get a notification when um, there is a big layoff. Um, it's something that we've been discussing kind of like behind closed doors as far as that work-wise. Um, with a big corporation like this, we always try to um, manage things to know what what will be coming our way. But the thing about it is is that um, it, it's hurtful to the people because you're still not getting the income even what you deserve as far as working. So it's hard to get these people even to getting back or maybe even finding the wages or getting back to where they feel like they're valuable because you have a lot of jobs that are definitely not going to be paying you what they were getting paid, some 30 some $40 an hour. A close friend right. of mine, her mother's a supervisor there. And she's been there for a long time, and she's one of those ones waiting to retire. She's a night manager. She makes 30-plus an hour as a manager. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, do I retire early or do I take the risk in trying to find another job? But these people's wages, and even with the severance package that they may give them or what they may give them, it's still hard because of their conditions maybe in which they're living in. And it it. it it amazes me, especially here in Indiana, how many times you see that with these corporations, small businesses, and another big company that does it that a lot of people don't know is pharmaceutical companies. They are mm. known to do a lot of that. They'll, they'll especially the ones that sell a lot of pharmaceuticals. They will outsource yeah. the jobs very, very quickly, and um, <clears throat> then again, you find people that are laid off from work and 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 not making the money that they were used to making, and it's like, okay, well, how am I supposed to make it? But it's really going to cost the state of Indiana a lot. It's going to be a big, big, big tax um, thing within the state of Indiana because all their major corporations are leaving, and they don't really have too much left. Yeah, and see, when you well, have a, 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 a have a, a you know, pretty much a, a city that's based on jobs like that, you know, it's it's really damaging. You know, outsourcing is a really big issue with uh um today. Because a lot of people, like they said, everybody's trying to save money, everybody's trying to cut back, everybody's trying to downsize, but they not they're not thinking about, you know, the long term effects to you know what I'm saying? So that's something really big, like like in their article, they said they can move their operations down there and pay those people three dollars an hour. And mm-hmm. it's just and it's just really, really sad, you know. But my thing is, what are these unions doing to uh, to protect these people's jobs? I wonder what 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 they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? So you know yeah. the, the thing is, it, it you know they yeah okay unemployment's there, but it's nowhere near enough. When you make twenty, no, thirty, forty dollars an hour. You know that you're looking at it. Let's just say thirty. We'll go in even thirty bucks an hour at forty hours a week. That's twelve hundred dollars a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Indiana has got a cap on the unemployment at three hundred and sixty dollars gross a week is the max. You, you can get up to three ninety a week uh, is is the max oh, on the, unemployment, the, and that's before taxes. Yeah, the, uh, I, I don't know where I'm at from the last yeah. time I filed. I do apologize. Before, so yeah, three, no, that's three okay. It's three, yeah, three ninety a week before taxes. Indiana's one of the lowest when it right. comes to unemployment. Right. We don't take in consideration nothing. 
some states like New York, for instance, consideration kids, they take in consideration your mortgage or your rent. If you're married, Call Indiana, don't take any of that in consideration. The only thing they take in consideration is your quarterly wages. And the max you yeah. can get is three ninety before taxes. Right. And I don't care and how much you're making. You can make six figures. The max you're going to get is three ninety, and that's right. before taxes. Exactly right. Exactly right. You know, it's horrible. And, and, yeah, nobody <laughs> it's can live horrible. off that. You know, if people could live off that, you'd see people working, you know, at McDonald's, lining up around the corner to go work at McDonald's. Yeah, you know, right. nobody's ever going to see that. You you hit yeah. their streaks. You know. Yeah. Wait, now, with that being said, that brings me back to uh, actually the worst of two evils, which I, it's one, you know, one and one A here. What we're seeing with Carrier now, and like back in 2000, talking about corporate greed, back in 2000 when I first started driving trucks, there was there used to be a company called uh, Corrugated Freightway CF. Okay, they were a union company. They were the company that, that literally trademarked the Freightliner truck. Okay, which we see Freightliner dealerships all around. They had money out the wazoo. Okay, they were the original. Truck driving comp- trucking company in the United States. Anyways, in 2000, they you know they're sitting there doing great this and that. You know all the reports were coming back that they you know the employees were getting prop- huge profit sharing checks. Yeah, union company like I said, pe- people just living large, man. And then 2000, they get they come in to get their three day weekend for uh, Labor Day weekend, and they 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 left on Friday. On Saturday, they all got calls over the phone saying they no longer have a job, mm. not to bother coming in. When they showed back up to see what, because they, they you know they thought maybe it's a prank, you know. When they showed back up, I was in, in Memphis, Tennessee when this happened. And I was right down the road from the Memphis terminal. They, they, the, all the terminals were locked with armed guards, and there was actually freight still sitting on the docks that did mm. not get serviced. You know, they, they literally shut down all operations. Only the high-up ma- corporate management knew that that was going to happen. Mm. So... Yeah, again, one and one A. Yeah, they're moving operations to Mexico, but they, yeah, they could have just shut everything down altogether. I've only heard of one one company that did it what I consider the right way, and that was Delphi. When they shut down their Richmond, Indiana plant to move that operations into Mexico. They uh, offered any employee that had been there over five years a severance package to where they would pay. They, of course, they'd pay for their unemployment, but they would pay for that employee to go back to school and learn a new trade. You know, they, plus, of course, you know, the separation pay and all that stuff. But, right. you know, if, if you're going to do your employees, you know, if you're going to move, at least give them some kind of chance to be competitive in the work world, you know, because they got to go out and start over. These people yep. have been there 20, 30 years just waiting to retire, got to start from scratch at a new company. 
you know, seniority it has no longer taken effect. It's either retire early while you still can take a huge cut in your Social Security, a huge cut in your pension, or take a chance with what may be afterwards and be probably be a greeter at Walmart just to make that extra money because you just lost your pension. You know, but but you'll never see a CEO give up his money. That's why I think they're all sacks of shit. You know, oh, yeah. it, 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 I, I, I'm sorry. You know, I, I I do agree with certain things, but never on someone losing a mass job, you know, a mass losing a job. Yeah. I, I never can agree with that. Yeah, it's difficult. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those hard, I tell, uh, I, talk to Seneca sometimes about some of the things I I deal with that work working for the state and working on that end of it and seeing it that I mean you have to be tough to do the job because I mean you you know I can explain to people who've been making you know been at their job 30 40 years and you know maybe trying to go to school trying to get a trade just trying to get you know something and finding out what they can do or if there's any leads for work for them to try to get back into this workforce because a lot of people don't have the skills. A lot of them don't have the basic computer skills, especially if they've been in industrial or something like that their whole life. They don't know what it is to try to get back on the computer and send an email or even some some of them operating the phone now, you know, is is a little bit difficult now. So learning these skills is is hard for a lot of them. Um, and, and then and you got to that... you got to look into, uh huh. And then you got to take into account too that like these people, especially the ones that have been on these jobs for for over thirty years, thirty plus years, you know, and they finally get laid off. It's like you know, it was a time where jobs didn't require as much as they do now. Like there's some people yeah. that don't even have a basic high school education; they can barely read, and that you know, people that can barely write and read and have basic. Um, comprehension skills and these people like you know trying to get them back in the workforce you know it's it's next to impossible you know right. what I'm saying? So that's one of the things the state's trying to do is uh, come up with plans as far as what more services can they offer to individuals and and um as far as work readiness, as far as computer or some of those, because you're getting a lot of people that are coming in and don't have these. And you'll be surprised how many people don't know, don't have a resume. I mean, because yeah. if you've been in your job for 30, 40 years, you don't have to worry about applying for no job. You'll be surprised to see how many people don't have a resume, don't even know how to put together a resume. Right. I mean, because hey. they never had to um, do it. Hey, uh-huh. I said, I'm going to go ahead and bow out, man. Um, You guys have a good night. Okay. And I'll talk to you guys again, all right? Uh, all right. Thanks for coming in. You guys have a good one. All right, you too. But, yeah, like, that's that's something that we really have to um, – that's something that we really have to consider. Like, um, I've just seen this story. And I think Carrier – I think that we have a Carrier – that building that's next to Amazon on Girls School Road. Uh-huh, it so, is. Yep. Yeah, yep, that's where so that is. yeah yep. that that building is like um, conjoined with ours. So yeah, that that really hit close to home when I heard that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what yeah. the future holds for this for this, these people, but man, I'm just I'm just really um, I just you know really just it's, it's really sad to hear that. And you know and 
you know, we hear about this case, but this is something that happens like so often. This is this is not something that mm-hmm. just you know uh, specific to this com- company. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we yeah. really have to think about that. But yeah, I mean, they might be in trouble with the city. You know what I'm saying? Because they, yeah, they didn't even try to sit down and and you know kind of you know uh, work with the city and see what they could have done to try to keep them here. They just came out of nowhere yeah. and told these people that they didn't have a job, you know, so. Yeah. And I don't it hurts know. the city a lot. It hurts the state a lot, especially here in Indiana. There's not a lot of big industrial plants or things like that anymore. So it, it definitely hurts a lot as far as work-wise mm-hmm. um, and just companies yeah. in general. Um, so it, it is. It's, it's, it's a big, big, big impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we lost the, I think that's one. Um, JR, I wanted to ask you your opinion. Did you hear about the whole entire um, situation um, going on as far as, um, let's see, let me see if I want to do that yet. Um, yeah. No, about the, the, the Super Bowl, like the performance uh, that Beyonce did and how people were talking about how it was heavily heavily political and how... Oh, they, yeah. And I was, I was wondering, what is your opinion about the whole fiasco? Do you think people, some people have just blew it out of proportion? Yes, they were saying how they were supposed to have this anti-Beyonce rally where they, nobody really showed up. It, it was just a handful of protesters, but do you think that we live in a society where everybody's just so uh, politically correct and nobody can uh, take certain things? You know what I'm saying? Like, that performance was blown out of proportion. Like, a lot of people, you know, especially people that, that don't really have, you know, that aren't educated on certain things dealing with the Black Panther and just about the, the that movement, um, like, they kind of misconstrued what the message was behind that performance. You know what I'm saying? What 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 was, what was your take on that? Uh, honestly, well, I, I ended up watching the Super Bowl. Halftime came around, and I went, drank some beer. I don't watch the <laughs> halftime shows. Now, with that being said, with that being said, the reason I don't watch the halftime shows is because they haven't put up any good acts ever since Michael Jackson and Prince. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> Prince. And now last year, yeah, last year Bruno Mars did, did do a hell of a job. This year he looked like somebody's lesbian aunt. From you know, oh my God! <laughs> God. Uh, he, he did, I man. Thought was, I really thought that was me. He looked like one. Of, yeah, he looked. He he looked like a spinoff character of, from the Simpsons. Looked like a fine Tanny right. and Selma. Right, right. But wow. but you know, and, and again, I I, I just hey, the the Super Bowl itself has just dropped the ball so many times on yeah. what the act should be. Uh, do I? Hey, you know, I, I I don't know. I think it. I I think the the thing that I like about this whole controversy is that it's showing what I've been saying all along. 
and that is that you know that racism is very much alive and well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It, the the thing is, is that now it, it it's coming out of the closet because it's something that it you know was kind of hush hush throughout the political correct politically correct movement. Yeah. People were afraid of what I call the isms. They were they were afraid to be uh, characterized as prejudiced, racist, or sexist. Okay, now. You know, it, it do I, it, I I said it as long as I can remember. You know that yeah, racism was alive and well. And to think otherwise was extremely foolish and naive. You know, um, this just gives them. You know, I I foresaw all this coming. You know, because for weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, the whole talk was about Cam Newton and this and that. You know, mm-hmm. and it. I mean, just, oh, he got the MVP and that he does this and that. You know what? So what? What he does does not change my life in any way, shape, or form. What Beyonce does doesn't change my life in any way, shape, or, or form. What, what, well, I, Bruno Mars, well, he kind of reminds me of my lesbian aunt, but that's a different story. Oh. But, but you, got, you know, it, it, in all seriousness, it's an act. You know, yeah. it's an act. They, they they threw an equivalent fit on a different podium when Janet Jackson had that whole uh, the, the whole wardrobe malfunction. Her titty came out. You know, it, it's an act. Let it be. Not everybody is all smiling in front of the camera trying to be. You know. Perfect in front of the camera. Hey, I love controversy. You know, yeah. if in a vanilla chocolate and vanilla world, guess what? I like strawberry. Yeah, and the whole reason why is because it's different. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I let it be. I, I'm glad that people are showing their true colors. You know? mm-hmm. and the thing is, and, and you know, Beyonce knew. I think she knew. She knew what she was doing. She's she's not. She's not. She's not. She's very intelligent, and she has right. Jay Z back in her, and they're both very business savvy people. And she, I'm pretty sure, because she hasn't really had much to say. Her performance spoke for itself, but she knew what she was doing because she oh, oh, had great. new things that came out that weekend, and now she has an upcoming album, and she knew by. Uh, Doing this performance, it will cause controversy, and everything. Like I always say, controversy sells. Right. Does. So pretty much, her ticket sales are about to go up, and her album sales are going to go up because of this controversy. Right. And it has people talking now. You see what I'm saying? So, like it, 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 it's bringing up issues that. And then you had this one, this one lady, this one commentator on Fox News that has so much to say. Her name is. Let me get her name. Um, Tommy Lauren, and um, she's just trying to make this a big issue about race. Like, why is it Fox News? You want to always talk about people race hating this and the other, but you guys are the main ones that spearhead stuff like all the time. You you're the main one. You are the biggest race baiters out there. And why can't she just you know pretty much make a statement saying, hey, she didn't say anything about being anti law enforcement being inside anything, she she pretty much was trying to make a statement and say, hey, 
you know, we're here just like a Coldplay trying to make their statement about, you know, the yeah. LGBT community. She wanted to say, hey, we're not going to lo- no longer tolerate the abuse of our people. We're not going to tolerate the, mis- you know, this, this justice of our people, you know, and, it, and, and you know good as well. Beyonce is the furthest thing from being racist. Some of her biggest supporters are white Americans. So it wasn't even about that. Like, you know, and, and this is my thing. Why come it seems like any time that we uh, try to come out and, and, and take a stand and, and try to showcase our culture, you know, it's always seen as militant. You know, every other culture can have um, have their their history months and have their days where they can be proud of who they are. But when we are proud of who we are and we try to, yeah. uh, it's always seen as, seen as militant or it's always seen as yeah. us trying to uh, be pro. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, I, I just never understood that. And especially, this is a good issue dealing, you know, especially within Black History Month, we have to look at this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so many people are against blacks having Black History Month and us being proud of our heritage, and, you know, which, which black history is a part of American history. But every other culture can have their day. Um, you know, there's there's a Hispanic History Month. There's a gay uh, LGBT month, you know, where uh, uh, gay lifestyle is, is uh, celebrated. And, and there's a lot of other days that celebrate different cultures, but it seems like we're always the the ones that are on the end of criticism. So I was just, you know, it, it just bothers me, you know, and especially you have these people, like even Raven Simone had something to say about it, which I, at this point, I just take her, I don't even take her serious. I guess she was talking about, well, I miss the old Beyonce, this new Beyonce that's so political and this and the other. Yeah, we could do away with her. We need the old Beyonce when she was singing ballads and this, that, and the other. I said, how about you, Raven Simone? We're tired of this new Raven Simone with a different uh, color peacock sitting on top of your head every week, and you always talking shit every week. We're tired of that. I can't get it. I just, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I just feel like everybody wants to embrace the black culture, but um, until it's time to really see see that side of black culture, I just feel like as long as things can be controlled and they can control what you say and what you do, then you're good. When you stand up for something outside of the norm, then all hell breaks loose and everybody there has something go. to say. Nobody would have expected that from Beyonce, but she is who she is. I mean, yes, it's com- it's um, controversial, but at the same same time, she's a megastar. I mean, people are going to like her. They're going to love her. You didn't hear nobody saying nothing about Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's performance at the Grammys. Yeah. I think that he did an awesome job also. But at the same yeah. time, it's more so expected from Kendrick Lamar than it will from Beyonce. But be, because right Beyonce took that stance, then now everybody's looking at her like, no, 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 I can't believe this. I can't believe it. What's the difference? Right. And another thing that bothers me too, you have people like Lady Gaga, they can come out and make these these strong statements all the time. And she's 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 the queen of controversy, but that's that's looked at as, you know, oh that's that's wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Lady Gaga, she she's the one of the most 
controversial people out here, but yet, you know, um, she's allowed to have this platform where she can say and do whatever she wants to, and that's okay. But when Beyonce is making a legitimate uh, stance on something, then that's that's seen as no, we can't have that. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a lot of hypocrisy. You know, it's it's a lot of hypocrisy. It's a lot of double standards um, when we uh, look at things like that. Um, let me go to the line. And I think real quick. people should listen to listen to the song. I think the song actually, and and that's another thing too. I think the song is. I had to listen to it a couple of times, but the song is actually a little bit more powerful. If, if you listen to the actual song formation that Beyonce is singing, it's I think personally that it is a little bit more powerful, and she's just asking especially women to take a stand for more things. So I don't think that it's really as bad. I think it's just giving people something to talk about. Honestly, my opinion. You, you know, it, this, this, this here is a fact that the majority of people. Do do not know the lyrics to the so- very songs they listen to. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, I I can tell you as a guy myself, I'm watching Beyonce jiggle around. I, all I'm hearing is a teacher from Snoopy. You know, I, I'm hearing a wah 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 wah. I could I couldn't tell you one single word on any song when I'm seeing her jiggle around. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're right. You're, you're definitely right. I, I mean, I, and I agree with you. I'm, I try to listen more to the lyrics and just try to hear some of the songs right. sometimes. And and, it, and even her the visuals that she has in the video, it kind of just puts it a little bit more of a glance. I'm sure you as a man probably look at the dancing too, but even the visuals in the in in the the video. And I think sometimes people don't take that chance to maybe try to listen to the lyrics sometime or look right. at the video before they give so much of their opinion. But I honestly. Think, and it took me a couple times to listen to it. I'm like, well, this song is a little bit more powerful than what people may seem to think or what people may think about the video or the song. So, but yeah, I, I agree Thanks. with you. I know, probably from a man's standpoint, you started looking at something totally different. <laughs> right, right before we go into the caller, I'm going to bring up one more controversy. We can go to the caller and then talk about this. But hey. okay. Have you ever heard about this Kanye West starting a GoFundMe page or, you know, a, a charity for trying to raise $2 billion or some, some crazy number what? like that? So what is it about? I heard Glitch yeah, of he's really in debt or what? Tell us. Yeah, tell us. So, so I, I ended up hearing this on the, on the radio here that Kanye – was a, a, a this came out like yesterday I believe after uh, I guess Taylor Swift took a shot at him, but you know um, during the Grammys or whatever I don't pay attention to any of that. But Kanye started uh, it's not necessarily go fun, but it, it was a page to raise like two billion dollars to fund his artistic. Views so he can write new songs. Oh my now, with, gosh! I can't even take him. Has he absolutely lost it? Did, seriously, did, did the Kardashians just melt his brain on this? Oh now, my gosh! Oh, let me tell you, I thought he lost his mind when he put out that damn clothing line 
looking like somebody done pieced together some damn Now you ain't lying. Now that you ain't lying. Going back, I don't know I who, who we think will wear them clothes. <laughs> and oh, they had God, I don't want to roll. I don't want <laughs> yeah, like like I actually read an article today that before he started this page, he actually went to uh what's his name, Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, to try oh, to get him God. to give him that two billion. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't so know he what's going on with him. Talking about him being, being in debt, I don't know what's going on with Kanye West, but I don't know where his mind went. But somebody, he didn't lost it, and it's way, way, yeah. way, way gone. I, yeah. I, I was just asking because I, I, I've been hearing about this all day today. I heard about it yesterday, <laughs> but it was like here and there, and then today, this is all I've heard about on the radio. And I'm like, oh, my God, is this real? You know, I thought it was like a spoof. But then I I actually found the the, the page, you know, and you guys really should take the time to take a look at the – the, the what he has written up on why he needs this money raised. It, it oh, that was so God. entertaining. Oh my! I mean, this God. is serious. Like this is like real. Yes, like, I, yeah, let, let me pull it up really quick. Okay, that's sad. That's oh, just sad. Oh, you know, oh, this, oh, as as if two hours ago, Mark Zuckerberg has finally responded to Kanye West's re, uh, re, request. Okay, so let's see here. But before I go to that, let's see. Da, 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 da. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm going to see if I can. Yeah, while you look, I'm going to see if I can find this. That's right, ridiculous. So I'm on C, CNN.com has got, he's 53, oh, he's $53 million in debt. Yeah, that's what they were talking about, him being in debt. I'm like, what is he doing? Okay, I'm saying. so this is on CNN.com. Okay. Yeah, okay. they've been talking about him, about him being in debt. Well, them, so, that closing line show ain't doing well. I know that for for a fact. And, and you know, that really surprised you, know, if, he, you know. if he was, if he was smart, he'd put that clothing line in Kmart. <laughs> you you ain't lying, Jr. You right about that. That's where it needs to be because I don't know who he think will buy that stuff. I do not even know who who would even buy that. Uh, so let's see here. So here here it is. West is raising eyebrows for appealing to Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg on Sunday to invest one billion. That's right, with a B. It is Kanye West ideas, okay? Like that's an actual quote on CNN.com. For his ideas, he's asking for a billion. Uh, let's see. Oh my God! I, I, I'm telling you, I, I, let, let me see if I can find Zuckerberg's uh, response. I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Yeah. While you find that, uh, um, while you find that, I'm going to. Um, it was something else I'm going to talk about. While you're looking for that, let me know when you pull that up. I want to talk about this show uh, on FX called The People versus OJ Simpson. Have you guys heard Ooh. about that show? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Man, I guess um, they have Cuba Gooding Jr. playing O.J. Simpson, Sarah Paulson right. um, playing Marcia Clark. They and let me tell you, y'all gonna think I'm crazy when I said it because you know I ain't, I ain't got no sense. Why come when I seen David Schwimmer on there at first? I thought there was Adam Sandler playing Robert Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I heard of David Schwimmer on, on that show? He he's playing the same character that he did at, on Friends as Ross. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I got it pulled up. Uh, okay. Okay, so let's see. I'm I'm kind of skimming through it, so let's see what we notice about that. You know, okay, so here it is. Yeah, most of our Twitter. My West is asking for the cool bill. That idiot. You know uh, what, what the response is. You know, some seed money for Kanye West ideas. Of course, West dropped a modest proposal on Twitter, prompting to Bevy, uh, you should have asked him on Facebook jokes. I mean, come on. Da, 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 da. Uh, okay. Man, I just uh, uh, you think Martin Zuckerberg gonna get involved with some foolishness like that? Man, they would they would dog his behind out if he was to get involved with that stuff like that. Well, here's what it says. Yeah, a billion. Uh, okay, so Kanye sent the proposal for to Zuckerberg on Twitter. On Twitter. Sends it to the CEO uh, and founder of Facebook. Oh, that's lovely. So the response was, better luck next time. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Christ. I'm looking at it right now. It says, better luck next time, Kanye. Maybe you can see... What Tom from MySpace is up to. Oh. <laughs> Better yet, I said, if you're looking for a billionaire, how about you go take that monkey stuff over to uh, Donald Trump and see what kind of response mm-hmm. you get. Since you, since, uh, you, since you are so desperate for that $2 billion, go ask Donald Trump and see what you're going to get. Yeah, I, I, I Man, thought that was a spoof when I first heard it. Yeah, uh, investing in Kanye's idea. Man, I, I I don't know whether to admire the guy for uh, for having the audacity to ask for that. That's, that's a lot of audacity. That's 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 some boldness there. Right. I mean, seriously, they, they, this is you know, it, it, I, I I'm speechless. I wouldn't even get that food two cents. I wouldn't get him two wet food stamps, let alone two bill, two billion. Two, yeah. For for to, to invest in Kanye West ideas, 
his ideas. You're not even investing in anything. Ah. Uh, you know what the only common sense uh, um, <laughs> result from all this is, don't you? It's not that he's broke from the clothing line. It's that the Kardashian lifestyle has finally broken him. Yeah, you're right about that. He's you know what they above to keep them Armenian women looking like that. Yeah. And I bet you that's what it is because Kanye West should be doing very well for himself. Like, I mean, yeah. despite how crazy he is, he's, he's a very talented um, artist. You know, um, when he started out, um, he really brought something to the scene that nobody else had brought to the scene. You know what I'm saying? I got to give him, he, he's talented, but right. when you start living above your means, and that's what that's, that's something that, you know, a lot of us do, a lot of our people do. You you don't have no direction, and you start living above your means, and now you know all the talent in this world is not going to help you if you don't know how to manage your money and your resources. You know, so that's no reason why Kanye West should be that much in debt. It, it shouldn't be no reason at all. And, but like I said, he's probably trying to live above his, his means, trying to keep up with the Joneses, and and now look at you. You gonna be you gonna be worse off than MC Hammer. Right, right, right. Yeah, you, know, you know damn well he said, right. he, you know damn well he said that married to Kim K saying Lamar did what? Well, I got, <laughs> I got it uptown. I can't lift that. <laughs> Friggin' Lamar, sorry, I had to throw Lamar on him joking there. <laughs> that's good. But yeah, that, that's, that's what that's all about. You know, somebody tweeted him. I said, "Well, have you tried Donald Donald Trump or Donald Trump yet? Have you tried him?" Because honey, I would, I would love to see that response. Well, he probably get cussed out and called that. Let me stop. Yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing about that. I said, "Yeah, he he knows who to bring that foolishness to." I'll tell you that. Man, that boy is crazy. But yeah, I, I want to get I'm back. Saying, to what you just? He's losing his mind. I think he yeah. he he really he really is. I don't think he's been the same since his mother passed. But this yeah. part of him, I've never seen this part. He's losing it for real. Yeah, right. Uh, I seen um in the I seen in the news recently like how they were saying uh, I believe it was Kanye West. Yeah, he was at uh the airport or something, or he was somewhere, and um I don't know if it was a paparazzi or. Somebody that was trying to take a picture or something of him, and he started going off on the person and knocking the camera out they out of their hand and stuff like that, and going crazy. And then seconds later, he he he's apologizing to them. Like that man, I think he he probably bipolar or something or some. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a medical whatever, but something's not right mentally. And all that money he has, I said, you, he's fighting some inner demons and he needs to get some help. I said, money does not make you because you're just going to be a crazy maniac. That man does not need $2 billion. You know, that man had that much money. That's no telling what he would do. That man would be a danger to society and a danger to himself. If that man had that much money, anybody going to hand you over no $2 billion. 
I said, shoot, ain't nobody going to give you that hard-earned money. I don't even think Mark Zuckerberg is worth that much yeah. money. You think he's going to give everything he has to you just for some damn crazy foolish ideas that you have? You can't even manage the money you got now. You think somebody about to head you over to two point billion? I don't know how much. Man, you done lost your mind. These people have made a fool out of us. Yeah, you know what? Anytime I'm having a bad day, I'm just going to read that article. <laughs> Asking for two billion just for his ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how bad my day goes, at least I'm not Kanye. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. Oh my mm-hmm. God, that, that that's insane. That is insane. That is, uh, I, 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 if you really, I wonder if he believes half the stuff that you know he does. I I really do. Or yeah. is he doing it just for publicity? Like, like I'm no, wondering if he has. Think, think about this. Being that that album, The Life of Pablo, coming out or came out, you know, I wonder if he didn't do that for publicity. You know, get get his name out to get better sales on the album. Yeah, could be. Yeah, he could have. I, I mean, because that's that. That's how ridiculous that is. You know. But then again, you know what they say, no publicity, bad publicity, or no publicity is bad publicity, wherever it goes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that could very well be why he done it when you think about it, you know? Yeah. But because that, that I mean, I in, in my 42 years of life, I've never once heard something so idiotic. And I've heard some doozies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, for God's sakes, we lived through Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> he needs some help. Kanye West yeah. needs some help, and he needs it quick. Right. So, so I, you know what should have happened? Mark Zuckerberg had, upon Kanye making that request, Mark Zuckerberg's little pencil-pushing ass had every right to fly in his private jet to freaking uh, Kanye's house, land the jet on Kanye's yard, get out of that jet, walk up to the door, and just bitch slap him one good time before asking for that oh. money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he would have been well within his rights in my book. <laughs> Somebody yeah. need to slap some sense into him. That's some craziness <laughs> there. I'm telling you, I'm going to run for political office, and I'll pass a bill for a slap a fool day. Yeah, that definitely oh. went wrong. That's definitely crazy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just making sure because I'm getting some. Uh, it sounds like I don't know. It's, it sounds like it's digitizing or something on my end. So I didn't know if you guys were still able to hear me. I can't even hear myself on my microphone now, so I didn't know. Um, but yeah, it's, have you guys it's, been paying attention to the uh, man? I, I don't know what's going on with this with, with these debates. How far is really is Donald Trump going to get? I, I'm just I, I just need to know. What's you said, I, I just need to know. You, you said what, what have you been paying attention to? Have you, to the pop politics as far as the debates 
the Republican and Democrat debate. And I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm confused. I just, I just yeah. want to know how far is Donald Trump going to really get? You guys still there? Yeah, we're yeah. here, man. We're here. You guys I'm still just there, trying right? to find out how far is Donald Trump going to get. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. Trump, Trump's just a blowhard is all he is. Yeah, he, he's just there talking his smack, getting people riled up so other people get eliminated quickly. Yeah, yeah it, it, and I well, have noticed that. You, you got so I have noticed well, that. It, it, it's, it's what we refer to as the Ross Perot movement. Remember Ross Perot back during uh, Bush Sr.? He had everyone riled up, could have won the election and dropped out at the last minute. That That's exactly what Trump's going to end up doing. Oh, okay. That would make sense. That, that's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking that same thing. So I said, this man and these comments that he makes is just horrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He just doesn't yeah, I, care. I, I, I know y'all don't listen to Fox, yeah. okay? But you should take the time and see his interview with Bill O'Reilly. Him him and O'Reilly start going off on one another. And uh, Trump actually ends up uh, backtracking on a bunch of his statements. Mm. It it was actually quite entertaining to see because O'Reilly kept calling him out. And Trump's like, well, you know, you know that statement that he said about uh, not taking any Muslim, not allowing any Muslims to Muslims, cross yeah. and all this. And that. Yeah, oh, he backtracked on that. Yeah, he was like, oh, I mean, I meant only some, only some, you know. And then he he was quoted as saying that uh, if he gets elected, he's going to build that wall and then charge the Mexican <laughs> government to pay for it. Hey, how's the Mexican government going to pay for it? They're, just broke. They're, they're more broke than our government. That's what I was supposed to say. <laughs> and do we yeah, really want crazy. them to pay us in pesos? They're already taking the jobs. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, he's not. I said, man, I wish he hurry up and drop out. Uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be at the very last second when there's like two or three candidates left. That's when Trump will get out. I promise you. <laughs> it, it, there is no way, no way that Trump will. Let, now I know that there's a lot of uh, uh, what you know people that follow him and this and that. Uh-huh. There is just no way that the likes of Donald Trump will ever be elected. I, I just. I can't even fathom that happening. <laughs> that that would be such an atrocity, you know, to our, to this nation. Uh, uh, yeah, nah, I wouldn't yeah, even worry we're about that. Be in trouble. Yeah, I'm like you. I'm like I hope I I, I don't see that. Happen. Hey, maybe we'll get lucky and Donald Trump's hair will you know run against <laughs> him. I'll vote for his hair. I'm sick of that hair. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want to see that Como get blown away once, you know? It, it came close in some political rally he was at, the breeze picked up, and you started seeing that hair stand up. I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's crazy. That's oh, and uh, I'm just throwing this out there. I don't know why. I just think Khloe Kardashian's the best-looking one of the three sisters. <laughs> I, I, dig, I dig that girl, boy. Let me tell you. Chloe. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw yeah. that one out. And I think the mom's dating somebody young now, too, I, I believe, they say. Oh, you know, I mean, she she did turn her last husband. One husband got knocked off. The other husband ended up freaking turning into a woman. Uh, now, I did hear they say that Bruce is, or what's his name? Not Bruce, but I can't remember what he goes by now. But they say that he's not adjusted very well as being a woman. Okay, I'm back, guys. I'm back. I can hear you now. I don't know what happened. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, can't remember, uh, I can't remember what his name What is his name now? Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah, they say that he's not adjusting well as being a woman. Yeah, it's a that You know, that's why in surgeries you just. You really got to be committed for it because you can't go back once it happens. I don't feel sorry for him because you know what? You you pretty much made a mockery. I think it was all for attention. You made a mockery out of the transgender community, like just in just the LGBT community. And I've always given him the side eye because I remember that interview he did on Ellen's show, and he was pretty much saying how. I forgot what he said, but he he was like pretty much saying he's opposed to gay marriage. And how can you be a Republican when those people look at you as a freak? Right. You know, I just see something that was just like, yeah. they look seriously. They they look down on your lifestyle and just people like you. And for you to get on there and try to you know go against your community pretty much, and you, and you're in favor of people that that they have no room at you at the at the table, like you, you are a non-factor to them, and for you to get on there and say that you're against the gay community and stuff like that, and against them having rights to get married and this, that, and the other, it was really, it was a slap in the face. You know, all these people supported you, and now you're turning your back against them. I don't take him serious, like serious. It, no, no, Caitlyn Jenner. I said you're you're no hero to me. I said people want to so quick to give all these awards to him and you're not even worthy of that. You know what I'm saying? Like you, right. that's, that's no, you're a joke. You, you're, you're a clown. And, and I'll was, I, I was still call and I don't care. And people can get mad. They want to, he's a clown. He's a clown. I don't take you serious. Like you, not, you waited all this year, these years to, to finally come out and say, oh, I want to become a woman, and you look like a freak. I'm not going. I'm just going to keep it real. <laughs> I, I can't even take you seriously. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, they said he's not adjusting well. I was looking at him on something. Oh, because I was flipping through, and I seen that Kardashian show, and I seen him on there. And I was just looking. I was like, he just doesn't. He doesn't. Mm-mm. I don't know. He just doesn't look right to me. Because over time, most doesn't. people, that even 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 people that had that transition, they may struggle at first. But over time, you gradually see the progress. There's no progress with him. Right. Yeah, it's something with it. It's something with him. I don't know what it. I don't know if it's the hair. I don't know if him trying to wear the makeup. Honey, it's something, Julia, but he don't look right. Julia Chapman. What's that? Who's that? Who's that to be on uh, PBS? That woman, that old lady that used to drop that food on the floor. Yeah, Julia Childs. Julia Child, honey. I think, I, man, I'll put Julia Childs up against him any day. 
Girl, because let me tell you, you look like a the hunchback of Notre Dame. I can't take you serious. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think his body is still very manly looking. And I yeah. I, I think when I seen him he was in a dress and I'm just like And the voice. You got too much money, man. You go in there and have them say that apple apples add them down, man. And and they need they go 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 on here and get you some of them booty inject. Do something. I don't know what to tell you what to do. I I don't know. I ain't trying to throw no shade, but I just I just don't have no respect. But and then they said, remember how they said that he had caused that accident? And it's another reason. It's not even all that. Reason why I don't even mind talking about him, and I don't even care is because you uh, caused that accident. You knew you were responsible for it, and you wouldn't even you wouldn't even admit to your wrongdoing and, and pay those people oh, yeah. out for the accident that you caused. Like, I don't have yeah. respect for him. You, yeah. You're no hero to me. You know, how can yeah. how are you getting all these accolades and all this stuff? And it's a really a smack, like, quiet as it is kept, honey, the girls in the, in the LGBT community is not feeling him. And nobody's trying to feature him. Like, seriously. He is, like, no idol. Like, you know, truth be told, you really want to hear what the yeah everybody's talking about in the community. He's no idol for anybody, like seriously, because you uh-huh. you know there's a lot a lot more people that actually been through stuff. I said you've had money and you've been privileged all your life, and you think you should get some type of accolade because you decided to come out and become a woman, a quote unquote woman. Yeah. No, that's the people that have went through things, that have gone through struggles, that are giving back to the community. And they're not even being featured, but you get featured. Who are you? You, you know, you're no, you're in no inspiration to me. I know that. And that's just right. my random. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Wow. But yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. But I wanted to yeah get back to this um, show. Did y'all see that show? Um, the People versus OJ Simpson. I just, I really think that. Um, Everyone should check that show out. They have some pretty, I think they do a pretty good job of showing you, because when we looked at it in the media, we really didn't get uh, a good idea of what was going on behind the scenes. Like, this show kind of goes into uh, behind the the scenes, and it kind of explains to you what the characters were thinking and how they interacted with each other. And it also kind of correlates with what was going on in that political climate at that time because a lot of people don't realize during the 90s, we they were dealing with the early 90s and when this was going on, they were dealing with some of the issues we're dealing with today as far as police brutality and people, uh, you know, it was a really politically um, charged society. Uh, like there's a lot of racial issues that were going on and it had dealt with a lot of police brutality um, you look at a couple years before that, and they, they even start off the series like kind of like showing what went on during that time frame with Rodney King and um, and all that stuff that led up to the O.J. Simpson trial and stuff like that. And I'm telling you, and I don't know what it is about FX shows or whatever. Those shows have like a creepy vibe. To, I don't know what kind of vibe it is to it, but anybody that's ever watched the series on that show, it just, I don't know, it just seems, kind of surreal. Like, I can't even describe it, but yeah, wow. it, it, 
it really goes into it, and, and they even bring up the Kardashians too, in uh, uh, in the series and stuff like that, and just uh, just just a lot of stuff. Just it, it's it's a really good show. I think everybody should watch it. Um, Does Mr. Mother really have a have a relationship with him? What, huh? What's their mother thing? What's uh, the Kardashians' mother? Does she really have a, a relationship with OJ Simpson? I don't. I'm not really sure because I don't really know much about it. But I just know that they brought that up in the show, and they had the oh, wow. Kardashian kids in there and stuff like that. It, it was just oh. I don't know. They just brought it up briefly, so I'm not really sure. Okay. But uh, check that out. Yeah, it's it's really good. I think they're probably like about three or four episodes in now. But okay. I think it's one of those things. I think it's one of those things you can go back on FX and watch the previous episodes. Okay. But I think it's a really good historical, like it, it kind of like historically put things chronologically mm-hmm. in order, kind of like just from the point where they found her dead up to the car chase. And now I think they're at the point now where they're actually going to court and Johnny uh, Cochran, which is played by um, Courtney B. Vance, he's actually representing him now. And, and I'm going to tell you, the characters look just like the real-life people. Uh, Sarah Paulson, the one that plays Marsha Clark, she looks very much like uh, Marsha Clark. I mean, they, they did a good job um, in uh, mm. finding a match like it looks like her. And it's and it just, like, everything's just historically accurate, just from just, like, the kind of cars that people used to drive and just what people used to wear. I mean, it's, it's, it's really dead on. But I mean, you have some hmm. people that that is not, it's kind of inaccurate. Uh-huh. And which I mean, you gonna of course you are gonna have that, like because because it's television. There might be some stuff that's kind of kind of like I won't say blown out of proportion, but they have to make it uh, make it to where it's you know what I'm saying sensationalized for television. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's it's one of those things. Jr., are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's 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 really good. And I know you probably remember that cause when I was, I guess when I was, I was probably like, probably like ten or eleven or twelve when all this stuff was going on. But but do you remember more specifically? Like, do you remember the like the the like the environment, like the uh, social environment during that time, during that uh, trial? I was there. I was out in California when that happened. I remember watching the OJ Chase, you know, being chased down the I five, I believe it was, as he was uh, heading in. Anyways, uh, let, let me let let me tell you what, man. When uh, when all that happened, you know, nobody nobody thought that it was going to take as long as it did, you know. Nobody thought. You know, you was either on one side of the aisle or the other. Like, at first, you know, especially if you was a sports fan, you know, know, O.J. Simpson's considered amongst the greatest running backs of all time. Some people remember him from the Naked Gun movies. But, uh, you know, nobody really thought he did it or that he could do it. 
And then more stuff started coming out, you know? Yeah. And the the trial really took a turn, you know? It, it, it was so weird because it went from being a murder trial to the wow. the defense actually turned it into a racial trial, you know? Oh. And yeah. It, I mean, and that's where... That literally, that is where the crowd split one way or the other. You know, uh, while the L.A. riots were going on, I mean, it, we weren't allowed off base. And the ones that were, were called out to uphold martial law during the riots. You know, mm. it, it was, I was literally 30 miles from the L.A. riots were happening. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I couldn't even go. Hell, who knows? Who knows if I would have walked out if I would have gone out there. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I I personally, as a gambler, I had my money on Cato. I thought Cato's the one that did it. <laughs> yeah, he was just a. Uh, hey, are you kidding me? You know, a, a family friend living free of charge in the guest house. Oh, of course, Cato did it. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, whatever did happen with Kato Kalen? Anybody know? I ain't seen I or heard anything <laughs> from him since. But yeah, I, it, I, I mean, it, it, it was it was. What's that? Mm-hmm. No, I was just no, I was just saying. I said, you know, um, looking at it now today, man, I, and you know, OJ, he got a little bit beside himself, and, and that's why he's in a situation he is now. And I don't feel sorry for him. He's sitting in jail. In right. prison now, because you know, uh, I don't remember the situation exactly, but you know, you start getting beside yourself because you you, you kind of thought that you got away with murder, so now you can think that you can just run up on people and do this, that, and the other, and then you write. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you exactly if, if what I would have done it. I would have done this, that, and the other, and X, Y, Z. I mean, you started getting kind of ridiculous with it. So you know, them people gonna sit back and and, and, and lay long and watch you, you know. Dig a ditch for yourself. They, you knew they were gonna do that. Hey, look. Not only did OJ get away with murder, the man must have sprayed himself with Teflon because <laughs> he was he was literally untouchable. Okay. Not only did he get away with murder, but then the, uh, Nicole's family and what the hell was the name of that kid that got killed too? Uh, her little side dish. What was his name? Anybody remember? No, I don't remember. No. Yeah, that waiter that she was messing around with. That uh, he, he was the other Golden? person killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Golden. Well, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and, and yeah. not only did he get away with murder with both, okay, but then when the both families ended up suing OJ on a wrongful death lawsuit. Okay, the murder charges are done. Okay, now it's a wrongful death lawsuit. That's a civil suit. Okay, they they could not touch OJ's pension. Okay, they could only touch any new incoming money that OJ had, which is why OJ didn't write a book, didn't sell, you know, didn't didn't go into. um, any do any more movies than take a job, you know, being a color commentator for the NFL or anything of sorts. 
because any new money he would have made would have gone straight to the families, right? Mm. So so basically he's just sticking it up their asses saying, yeah, fuck you, I'm shooting golf over here, living off my NFL pension, and there's nothing you can do about it. So then he's basically, you know, we end up learning that he's out of his mind, and he decides he ends up selling some of his stuff because he was running a little low on money. And what's he do? He decides mm-hmm. that if he sells it, he didn't want to sell it, goes up to that dealer that he ends up selling to in Las Vegas that was having a sports memorabilia auction and ends up holding him at gunpoint, trying to get his ship back by force. Mm-hmm. So the judge said, I've had enough of you, and basically sent, sent his ass to jail for pretty much the remainder of his life. You know, he's going to be in there for a while. Now, with all that yeah. being said, I mean, he's still collecting a paycheck, just nobody can touch it. You but know, you know what? They the, go to show you what goes around, comes around in life, man. Like, you think you're going to mm-hmm. get away with stuff, man? You know... You can call it what you want to call it. You reap what you sow. You can call it the high, you know, whatever higher power you believe in. But it's just the law of the universe. When you look at it, you know, what goes around comes around. Man, that man thought that he could do all this wrongdoing and, 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 and you know, and then try to go around and, and, and throw it up in people's faces and then, like, you know, screw you. And even though you knew what you did and you thought that you were going to get scot-free, away with it scot-free. And now you sitting in there. You you sitting in prison. Like you know, I just I just find it really amazing how things just work work themselves out. Right. But I'm wondering, is he does, did he have any say in this show, or is he going to be getting money off of this, or what? Nope. He again, if he basically they can portray him any way they can, they don't need his say so because everything they're using is what's on public records. Okay, so you know if he gets any kind of royalty out of get out of it, he'll never see it. It's going to go to the Golden family and uh, uh, Nicole's family. You know, Mm. he will never see a dime of any new money that his name makes. Wow, that's crazy. Right. Well, it's after eleven o'clock, and um. Yeah, I was gonna tell you like me and Michael were talking about um that's that's this church in Indianapolis and um it's a gay affirming church and the pastor his name uh well I'm not gonna say the name right now because I gotta get with him. I know we we've uh exchanged a few emails about um having him on the show. I'm gonna do an exclusive interview with him. But I just gotta get back with him on the details and stuff. But um I think it's gonna be a really good uh interview and I'm trying to think about how I really want to do it. But he um had a spread, a full page spread, um in in the Nouveau magazine. Um, so it was about like last April they did a um a um a, a magazine just talking about how um they're a part of the Pentecostal faith and how they've gotten a lot of backlash from their ministry and um some of the things they went through. I think they had um I think last year they were in transition of moving into their building and they were renting out their building. They were sharing their building with another church. And I guess they found out that they were a gay, gay affirming church. 
and they pretty much put them outside of the church. They were supposed to go in and like use that building just until their new church was being built, and they pretty much locked mm-hmm. them out the church. So we're just gonna we I'm gonna try to do a in depth interview with them. They're their new um shop now and, and their industry growing pretty big here uh in the city. And uh and they've gotten a lot of backlash from a lot of people in the city. So um I was just talking to Michael last night. I I'm gonna get back with him and do this interview and just go um uh, go just, you know what I'm saying, go with the flow and just see, you know, what was it like for him to come out as an openly gay Pentecostal preacher? And not only that, you have a spouse like they're legally married now. And I was, we were just going to be trying to figure out what what the church is about, uh, what is their uh, uh, theology, like what what do they believe in, and are they an open openly like I know they're an openly gay church, but do they accept all types too? Because me and him was talking about like when you start calling yourself a gay church, like you're really becoming no better than the people that discriminate. You was discriminate against. So I just wanted to know if it's one of those churches where they're friendly or they're accepting of people that are LGBT or is it one of those people where they exclusively would prefer only gay people to go there. And um, I was, I think it would be a good interview. But the thing is, I don't know if we should do the interview pre-recorded or should we open it up to the public? Because I know the last time we did a really big exercise at my panel um, on on deck, but you know, I kind of muted the lines, you know, from everyone else. But I think that that might work. But I really wanted to do a sit-down interview with him. But I don't know what I should do. Should I do it on air or should I do a pre-recorded and then up, upload it on here? What do you think? And if anybody else is listening to this and you hear this and have a good idea of what we should do with this interview, um, just send me an inbox me on Facebook and let me know because I'm really um, – and that's one of the reasons why I haven't done it yet because I don't know what angle to take it from. Yeah. So I don't know. I, 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 it's gonna be I, a good one. I really, I think it's we're gonna it's gonna be one of those controversial. It, I mean, a lot of people will probably have a lot to say about it. And he's a well-known pastor in the city, and a lot of people go to his church. But and I don't think he's gotten a whole whole lot of backlash from his ministry. But he he has had some people that have been pretty critical of him. But like. I don't really think there's a big deal now. Like, it's 2016, and even here in Midwest Indiana, I'm just like, I don't think it's, I don't know. I'm really curious to see. So, yeah, it's one of those things I really need to formulate my question. And I know Michael, he's working on his question. And we're going to ask the hard question because one thing about some of these churches, I don't want to, you know, I want to know, is it just another one of these churches where people go to hook up. I'm I'm just gonna be real. Like, is this a church where you really um uh, adorning the teachings of Christ and teaching people to to love and accept themselves, or is this just another hookup site? Because I know and I ain't gonna even put nobody out here. There was another church out, a gay affirmer church here in Indianapolis, which is no more, but 
I went to it and it was just nothing like it was just a meat market there. Like it was a meat market. It was like going to the bar without the liquor. Like and I just I want to know is this really a true church or is this just another cover up for a hookup spot? So I'm really going to ask the hard questions and I want to know what do you believe in? Uh, you know. Uh, so it, it's going to be a really good interview. I just have to get back um, with him on the specifics. So I'm hoping to get that um, show aired within the next month or so. And I'm pretty sure, like, you know, I just tell him date and time, and he'll be on there. But I just, I'm just trying to find out what angle I want to take it from. Right. Yeah. And then I was going to tell you, have you heard – I think I um, aired that show. Uh, I think one of the shows that we did, like me and you recorded, like uh, been probably about five months ago, five, six months ago, I finally did upload one of those shows on um, UCOFW. I don't know if you've seen it. Did you, have you seen it? No, I can't say I have. Okay, I'm going to have to send you the um, link. Yeah, it's on, um, it's on YouTube. And it's on Blog Talk Radio, and it's gotten a lot of views, like a list, a lot of listens on it. So, yeah, it turned out pretty well. All right. Well, that, that's always good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna jump up off here. Shoot. And yeah, I, I got. I gotta time. get my. I gotta get my tail in the bed. I gotta be up in like five hours. Woo! All right. Well, I, I appreciate know. you coming on. Uh, no problem, bro. All right. I, I will. I'll talk to you here soon. All right. Okay then. All right. All right. Bye bye. Let me call. Let me call.